Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roschke and I am so glad to be with you again today. I love getting in the Word. I love sharing time with you. I love sharing the Word with you. And sometimes I get to have some really awesome guests. And uh, I, I love that. Dawn's over here giving me the eye. Dawn is my awesome guest, but she's not like the, you're not an awesome guest. You're like a co-host. Come on, give me a break. She's on here all the time and I'm so grateful, but she's not today. So she's giving me the eye. (laughs) And we like to have fun on here. Uh, We like to laugh, but we love to get in the word. And so anyway, we're going to jump in today. We're going to jump in. Now, in our previous program, we were talking about Tamar's pain, and uh, I, uh, Lisa, Michelle joined me, and I'm just going, we're going to do, we're going to follow through with that, but I want to reintroduce you uh, to those that didn't catch the previous broadcast. Lisa Michelle is an ordained minister under Patricia King Ministries. She is the social entrepreneur behind the beauty brand Lilan Company. I just love that story she was sharing with me at lunch. An abolitionist and the founder of No Strings Attached Ministries. Her beauty products provide funding to safe homes globally, and No Strings Attached Ministries reaches out to women who currently work in the sex industry. They bring handmade gifts and tangible love and hope to the local brothels and strip clubs in San Antonio, Texas. They provide a safe place for women to heal from the aftermath of sexual exploitation with aftercare support groups, women of worth, uh, equine therapy, and other healing modalities. She has dedicated her life to this cause. She is a survivor of sexual exploitation herself and tells her story across the country to help women experience emotional healing and freedom from being sexually exploited. And this woman has testified uh, on Capitol Hill uh, on this subject. Uh, She's sought after, she's traveling, she's ministering, she's speaking, and being an advocate uh, for these survivors. And uh, not only is she an advocate for those survivors, she is a survivor herself. So Lisa... Welcome back. Thank you. It's so exciting to be with you. Yes. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a tr- it's a blessing, a true blessing. And and you have so m- uh, such a wealth of knowledge uh, in this area that can really help people that are just lost in this, that yes. are caught up in this. Yeah. And th- there's a lot of it, right? There is. Yes. And in, in the San Antonio and the Hill Country area. We have seen increased activity throughout the last seven years. And so we do have a problem in our city and our area. And I'm really glad that we're on the front lines and we're able to intersect and intervene with the women that we meet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as we talked about earlier, uh, since we did a broadcast earlier this morning, we talked about Tamar in the Bible. And... You know, the Bible from cover to cover is Jesus. You know, he, he's, it's his story of Jesus, but it's also the story of lives of people and the, and, and the things that happen in life. Right. And this is so relatable in so many ways to today. Yes. And I'm just going to briefly touch on this. And it was out of Second uh, Samuel 13. And it's, uh, to me, and I, Lisa and I were talking earlier, it's, it's, to me, it's like the saddest story in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yes. It's a story of Tamar, who's a beautiful young 15-year-old girl. She is the daughter of King David. So she's, she literally is a princess, right? Uh, she, is, she has a fairy tale life ahead of her. 
but something horrendous happens to her. This story reads like a novel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does. It could be like a movie of, of things happening today. Right. Uh, but Tamar, so in this story, it's a fam, it's a, it's a story of family trouble and trauma, and there's no pro- trouble like family trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, my family was torn apart yeah. growing up. I mean, just all kinds of things. We, we, it was a, a very difficult, dysfunctional situation. Mother married six times, alcoholic, uh, people men in and out of my life, abusing me, you know, displaced, lived with this one and that one, so many things. And uh, just the sexual perversion, the incest, uh, and the things I was exposed to as you were, yes. you know, that we were talking about the earlier program. But so this is a story straight out of the Bible, and I'm not going to read it at the whole chapter. I'm not going to read it again. I'm just going to hit some of the highlights. Okay. But I encourage people to go back and read Second Samuel chapter 13. So it, it is two cousins plot a horrific, horrible crime against this young, beautiful 15-year-old virgin daughter of the king. It's a story of deception. It's a story of incest. It's a story of denial. And it's a story that ultimately leads in a murder. I mean, you would think it is a movie, but it's not. Right. It was in the, it's in the Old Testament. And so we're going to talk about some sensitive things, but people today are dealing with so many of these things. So she's this beautiful young woman and her half brother, she's 15, her half brother who is 22, falls the Bible, the way that it's put uh, in, English is falls in love with her, but what it really means, he was in lust, right? Yes. And there's such a difference between love and lust. Love brings you up. Love values you. Love is for your good. Lust uses you and brings you down. Mm -hmm. So uh, he wants to have his way with this young girl. And his cousin asks, what's wrong with you? Why do you look so sick? What's wrong with you? Well, I, I love my sister Tamar. And so the cousin comes along and provides a plot of how he can have this girl. Yeah. It was premeditated. Premeditated. That the enemy loves to premeditate, right. you know? Yes. And so he says, pretend to be sick. And then ask your dad, the king, mm-hmm. to uh, send Tamar to you to fix you some bread in, in your sight and, and feed you. Now, to me, that would have been like a, hmm, there's something wrong with that. Right. But King David's not thinking, you know, anything like this. Right. So King David sends little Tamar to his bro- her brother Amnon's house. And Amnon, by the way, is the firstborn. He's the one that's in line to become the king. So he's firstborn, favorite, most loved, all of that. Okay. Tamar does as she is told. She goes over there. She prepares this food. And then Amnon says, send, send everybody out, get everybody out, because the devil loves to work in secrecy. Yes. Right? He, yes. he wants to tear you apart mm-hmm. in secrecy. Yeah. And so he does. Everybody leaves. And he tells her, come into my bedroom and feed me by hand. Amnon then takes hold of her and says, come lie with me. Now listen to this, verse 12. This is what this young girl said. She said, don't force me which actually means don't humble me, don't shame me, don't force me. No such thing should be done. She's trying to be the voice of reason and protect herself. She said, do not do this foolhardy, scandalous thing, is the way the Amplified puts it. And the verse 13 just is the one that just stabs me in the heart. She said, how could I rid myself of my shame? Right. 
See, sexual abuse, incest, perversion, being exploited, or being in the sex industry because it's all you know to do. You're, you're set up for it, especially if you've been abused. You've been set up for it. Exactly. It brings shame and it humbles you. It brings a, uh, uh, it humbles you, but not in a good way. Right. Uh, she said, this should not be done. Don't do this. This is scandalous. Don't do this to me, my brother. How could I rid my shame? And you'll be considered a fool. Mm-hmm. Ask the king for me. She's trying anything in the world just to get out of this. But she's in, a, in effect asking, what shall I do with my shame? Mm. In verse 14, she says, he doesn't listen to her plea. She is pleading. And listen to this. He was stronger than she was and forced her to lay with him. In other words, he raped her. This is in, this is in the Old Testament, guys. This is Second Samuel chapter 13. Read it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Then he, now look, the, see how the, the sin progresses, goes from one thing to another. The devil doesn't play fair. You let him in one area or take over in one situation, he will keep building upon that. So after he had his way with her, he then, the Bible says, he hated her more than he loved her or lusted after her. Uh, and he said, get up and get out. Mm-hmm. So really, he and then he says, she says to him, don't send me away. This is worse than the first thing you did to me. Because, see, in Israel, it's a curse. It would have been a terrible curse in Israel that her virginity was taken, even if it wasn't her fault. Yes. It's considered a curse. And he also, and on top of that, he rejected her to be his wife. After that, he could have done the right thing and been made her him his, her his wife, right. his wife, and he wouldn't do it. Right. So, I mean, he's just adding injury to insult. So what does he tell his pres- his servant? Listen to this. Put this woman out. Get her out of here. Yeah. Out of my presence and bolt the door. She is shoved out. The, the servant does this. Mm-hmm. She is shoved out. And they bolted the door behind her. Mm. She rips her, key, her, her royal robe. Rips it, right? Tears it. Lays her hand on her head and went away shrieking and wailing because of the intense pain and heartache and and just the crushing right. being shattered. And then, uh, so she's running away. And her brother, she, her full-blood brother, they have the same mother and dad, Absalom, told her, he said, be quiet. Yes. Don't take this matter to heart. Mm. He did not understand how to deal with her pain. Right. He didn't know what to do, but he did provide a place for her to live. So she, so Tamar dwelt in her brother Absalom's house, mm-hmm. a desolate woman, as far as we know, for the rest of her life. Desolate means deserted, bleak, empty, misery, unhappy, and lonely. Yeah. And King David was very angry, but he didn't do anything about it. Absalom waited two years. And he ended up killing his brother, Amnon, for raping his sister, which was both their sisters, both of their sister. Mm-hmm. And that, so he ended up in murder. So, see, Lisa, sin starts mm-hmm. with a little seed. Right. It, it just starts with a seed, and it starts growing. And if you provide a platform for it, mm-hmm. if you provide a, a seedbed for it to grow, right. and those things that that if you've not repented of or gotten rid of that, it will begin to move. And so these me, men can get caught in this trap. Yes. But God has deliverance for them too. Yes. So 
when you were just sharing that, I was thinking sexual perversion overtakes all of your senses. That's so true. That's, and a, so that's good, yeah. Amnon was not even thinking, Mm-mm. like, in his right mind. Mm-mm. Because all he was thinking uh, was the sexual perversion and, mm-hmm. like you said, the lust. And that's, we're being bombarded by that culture today. We are. Our men, our boys are just constantly being fed that through social media, through our culture, through pop music, and it is just being inundated into their minds on a regular basis. So, I mean, you think about this story back in the Bible and how this happened way back then, but today, Mm -hmm. right now, Mm -hmm. we're seeing that happen over and over again. Right. You know, so... Pornography really, I mean, I just, while you were talking about Mm -hmm. this, and I don't know, like, if they had anything like that back then, but pornography is at the root of sexual perversion today. Yeah. And I just want to hit a little bit on that. Yes, please do. We're the number one exporter, the U.S., Mm. of pornography. There are over 370 million porn sites, right? Wow. 370 million. Uh Uh-huh. And child pornography is the most prevalent. 40 million Americans visit porn sites on a regular basis, and 70% of men ages 18 through 28 are frequent viewers of porn. Mm. And one in three women are women. Mm. And that's a shocking statistic to me as well. I know I was Mm -hmm. just talking about the guy, but in the church when I share my story, uh, being a child of sexual exploitation through the use of pornography, I find many women that come up to me that are in the church mm-hmm. that are struggling with pornography. Mm-hmm. And to me, it makes sense now because we're being inundated by it. Mm-hmm. You can go on Instagram and accidentally come across it. And many of the Christian women I'm speaking to today are telling me I had no intention yeah. of ever getting involved in this, but I clicked on it once. And next thing you know, I was more curious and I kept clicking on it. So Um, pornography is like domestic violence on steroids. Yeah, it really is. And most importantly, it is the gateway to trafficking. Yeah. So just thinking back on the sexual perversion that overtook all of Amnon's sensations Mm -hmm. and he just went there. And that's what we see when we're out in the community and we're in these modern day brothels and in Mm -hmm. the strip clubs, you know, we're seeing grown men they don't have they don't have any more control over their sexual perversion right yeah, yeah. right they it's like um, you you lose your barriers yes right and so in most cases when i was being abused it was because of uh, alcohol and i'm sure pornography was in the background too but but it's in other words the alcohol removed the barrier of what is right and wrong uh, the the you, you're all of a sudden your what you consider right and wrong uh, begins to be changed, and when that begins to happen, and of course, and remember this, guys: we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. The attack against men through their eye gate and their ear gate is is horrific, yes, right? Yes. So there's an attack sent against them all the time for. Uh, sexuality and and for a perversion in it right which sex is a gift from god yeah right it's it's from god yes. and it should be pure in between a husband and a wife a man and a woman that are married that's the way it was created and that only 
Exactly. That and that only. A man and a woman that are married. That's what it was. There's the gift in it. That's when it's a gift. Anything else is not a gift. It begins being a curse. Yes. Uh, and a guilt and a shame. And, and But we, we talked earlier in the first program how that God has grace and mercy and deliverance for the perpetrator. Uh-huh as well as the victim. Yeah. Healing for both. And so we're not we're not here to to point the finger or bash men. We're here to say this is what's happening. Yeah. This is where you need to be shored up. This is where you need to be set free. If you're caught in this, you don't have to stay there. Exactly. And they can reach out to us at nsagirls.org and we can connect them with incredible resources that we have here in San Antonio to help men that are struggling with pornography and um, with sexual perversion. Uh, it would just be amazing to see them reach out in that regard, too, because we do have a heart for men. Even though our ministry, we are definitely called to work with women, but there are so many men that end up coming. Yeah, because it takes well. both. Yes, exactly. So that was NSA, which is no strings attached. NSA. NSAgirls.org. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They can reach out to us through our contact page on there or go to our Facebook or our Instagram as well and message us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can send resources without having any conversations, no shame. Um, we're not here to judge. We no. really want to make sure that you get the help because we know you're in, in bondage and you're hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't have a safe place to go. Mm-hmm. to um, start talking about what we're struggling with in our minds, in our souls, and um, behind the scenes, like that people don't even know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it, so many people are hurting and broken, and they, actually the men are a victim as well. Yes. Because the devil in Playfair, and he will take you into a place that you don't want to be. Uh, sin will take you further than you want to go. and exactly. make you stay longer than you want to stay and pay more than you want to pay. Well, and that's the thing with pornography is it draws you in, and it's it's a chemical reaction that happens in your right. brain, and it, it it's never-ending. It just makes you want more and more, and that's how you end up going and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're calling this number for an escort or to go see a prostitute. And you're like, what am I doing? How did I get here? I was just watching porn. And next thing you know, you're in a strip club, you're at a massage parlor, and you're like, you're just so, you know, you can kill your brother over it, right? Yeah. I mean, right. it's just amazing what can happen. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. And how it can literally tear a life apart and a family apart. Yes. And um, I, I think that people... Now, because like you're talking about, it's on, it's on social media, it's uh, pornography, uh, you know, the books online, everything. Yeah. That it, it almost, Satan is trying to make it normal. Mm-hmm. He's trying to make it seem as if this is normal. This is the way you should, you should look at a woman like that or, or a woman look at a man like that. Uh, this is what you should do. And, and, the, and the barriers that removed of purity and holiness of what God says is the gift of sex and intimacy that he created that's yes. pure and life-giving, uh, it begins to be, you know, it, it goes into all these other things, homosexuality, just all these things, right? Right. Uh, and so there's a safety in God's Word. There's a safety and in, in walking in freedom from that. And that's what your ministry is about, uh, reaching out to others. Yes. Yeah, so once a month, we, we're called No Strings Attached Ministries, and once a month, we go into our local strip clubs and massage um, parlors, which are most of the time a front for a sexual-orientated business. Mm. And um, 
we visit the girls that work there and we become friends with them and hang out with them. And we want them to know that they're loved, they're valued, and that they have community waiting for them if they're ready to step into the healing process. If they want to start talking about the things that happen to them mm -hmm. as children and where their identity and who they are mm -hmm. and how we can start that healing process mm -hmm. for them. Because a lot of times those conversations that are sparked in those moments are conversations they've never thought about having before. And it really does change everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you uh, also bring them like handmade gifts and yes. uh, cookies and all those things to show them in a practical way that they're loved. Exactly. And you have people that help with that, uh, that help make those gift bags, but you also have people that help support you so that you can, uh, help bring these women to a place women into a place of healing yeah we have incredible church sponsors we have grace point church summit christian center 1910 church in the hill country in bernie uh, we're literally standing on their shoulders right now mm -hmm. they have been the most amazing giving generous mm -hmm. beautiful like pastor jason literally is the man that I am standing on his shoulders right now. Mm -hmm. um, I moved here seven years ago. I didn't know anybody. I'm from San Francisco, California. And God, I had already been doing this ministry for years. But when he brought me here, he had something new mm -hmm. that he wanted to do. And Pastor Jason just said, what, what can we do? And he had no idea what he was saying yes to. But literally, like he's opened the gates and opened uh, this huge platform here in San Antonio and we've seen so many women every other weekend we have support groups so we have women that we meet in the clubs and meet in the brothels and they'll come and sit down and be a part of our support group and this is where we start that healing process so in contrast to the story uh-huh with Tamar who for the rest of her life right was hid away yes a desolate woman in her brother's house, never married, never had children, never knew the joy of that. Right. She lived in shame. She, and as you brought out a beautiful point on our first uh, program, how that she, she, we talked about she tore her king, or royal robes off, but then she put on the garment of shame. Yes. And your ministry is about taking that garment of shame off. Yes. And so that they don't live desolate in their souls and they don't live in these desperate conditions and situations. Uh, there is, you're offering practical help, spiritual, uh, helping them physically to, to move into a different place, you yes. know, and uh, so that, because with, through Christ, we are never at a place to where we are hopeless. Right. And that there's no help, that there's no ability to change ever. Right. Ever, never, ever. Mm -hmm. He always is with us. He always has a plan. And so wherever, uh, gosh, we're almost out of the first half hour, but wherever you find yourself right now, maybe it's not sexual uh, exploitation or you're in the sex trafficking industry or uh, you, you've been abused and you're suffering from that, maybe your marriage is falling apart. Maybe you can't shake off alcoholism and drugs. I don't know. Maybe you can't shake off fear, right? Uh, rejection. I don't know. But I just want to tell you that you don't have to live your life desolate. You don't have to live your life lonely 
and afraid and full of your past or, or just your circumstances right now because uh, he's an ever, Jesus is an ever-present help in the time of trouble. He said, come yes. boldly yes. to the throne room of grace to find help in the time of trouble. And I can tell you, Lisa can tell you personally, personally, that if, if you have had been traumatized, you've been hurt, you've been wounded, you've been sexually exploited, abused, if you've been left, abandoned, rejected, kicked to the side, that there is a healing. He says uh, uh, he heals the brokenhearted, binding up their wounds. There's a healing. There's a deliverance. There's a refreshing. There's a restoration. Uh, and taking all those things and turn it around for good. Uh, you are never never out of place where you have no options because yes. God is good. Mm -hmm. And so uh, no matter what you, where you find yourself right now, I invite you to call a prayer line. We have anointed trained prayer ministers that want to pray for you and minister to you. It's free. 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. Or you can, uh, or in addition, you can contact our nsagirls.org. Yes. And uh, because they're, I mean, we haven't even got into all that they're doing and how they're helping, and we'll do that in the second half of the hour. Uh, but you can contact them if you are in these type of situations and where she was talking about where her ministry goes in and ministers and, and you need help. You need some support. You need some help. Listen, God is using them in mighty ways. Uh, I believe I shared on this program that she's even testified in the Capitol. Uh, she knows what she's talking about. Uh, she understands it, and God is using her and, and people that are supporting her and helping her to do this. So, Lisa, how can people, we got um, uh, a little over a minute, how can people uh, support you? What can they do? Okay. You can go to lilynco.net. And that's for healing the exploited for um, for the ministry that I have as well. And and then uh, nsagirls.org. And just contact us there. And we'd love to connect you to available resources and um, help you start the healing process. And if people want you to come speak? Yeah, same thing. Healing the exploited is the best way to okay. get a hold of us. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, if maybe you don't need that help, but you know somebody that does. Mm -hmm. Just be sure and share that. And, um, you know, go to our website, also org. We have tons of free things uh, to minister to you, free uh, radio podcast of our, our previous shows, as well as lots of uh, YouTube videos that is actually from our TV program that airs on Impact Christian Network. And uh, we want to bless and minister to you. Uh, we have a website store. When you give to that, it helps us to continue preaching, guys. Yahoo! And ministering, uh, going out and doing what we do. And thank you for everyone that's given. Bless you, bless you, bless you. It's such a blessing. If you've never given or you want to give again, Lueda.org. And uh, I believe, as I like to say, that you, you partake of the anointing on this ministry. And you also partake of the reward for everyone that's ministered to, healed, saved, delivered, and all those things. So... Go to our website, Lureta.org. Go to nsagirls.com, uh, .org, excuse me, and we'll be right back.